Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Merry Christmas, honey. Merry Christmas. This was the time many, many years ago when a heavenly host of angels declared peace on earth and goodwill toward men because Jesus had come. What an announcement. What a, what a message that revealed the heart of God. Right. It does, actually. And you see his, his will for mankind. We see... You know, it's it's so you can hear the joy in the angel. They said, "Glory to God in the highest." They were praising, shouting yeah. praises. They said, "Now on earth, peace. Now on earth, peace. Peace had come to the earth. The Prince of Peace had come. The one who was going to plant peace in the earth uh, had come, and the goodwill of toward man was being manifested. And Jesus meant that." We would we, it would be revealed to us God's good will, and we would mankind, mankind would start receiving, mm-hmm. and it started changing things right there from his earthly ministry after his then on to after his death and 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 all so on for thousands of years until it got into my heart and your heart mm-hmm. <laughs> and what those a, of you listening. <laughs> what a miracle! Yeah, and that's. I, I think even before that, is people were a little confused about. God's heart, you know, they, they, he was good sometimes, but he wasn't good other times. And so there was sort of this, um, you know, uh, inconsistency with how God was presented. And in, in Jesus coming, it says in the, in the word that in times prior, he, sp- he spoke by the prophets. prophets. And now he was being revealed through his son. Yes. So if we really want a true and accurate picture of God, we look to Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus revealed that his father was good. Yeah. And we see it in everything that he did. We see see it in his teachings and so much of his teachings. What was he doing? He was correcting and contradicting many ideas that people had of God. Who sinned because this man was born blind? It's not about that. Well, where should we worship? This mountain, that mountain. It's not about that. Your father's good. Um, um, He was healing people, which demonstrated that God wants people well. Um, He was providing like in the the fishes and the the loaves Mm. and at the wedding. He was providing, showing that the kingdom of God was about abundance and that there's plenty and and so this, all of these things in Jesus's life really pointed toward the good will of God, that, that his will towards people was good and yeah. not punitive yeah. as a lot of the Pharisees I love that. thought. And Jesus yeah. said, if you want to see the father, look at me, look at me yeah. and everything he taught and all of his actions, everything was all about goodness and giving the abundance that the father had to the people. It wasn't taking from anybody wasn't demanding anything from anybody. It was all about um, giving, and healing. You've pointed out before about how 
Jesus would say, I only do what I see my father doing. I only say what I hear my father saying. And so there's almost this picture. I think you've demonstrated it before, but it's really stuck with me about how, you know, the woman caught in adultery and he's like pausing and it's almost like, yeah, this is what I hear my father say. I don't condemn you. Yeah. And so he's, you know, in these interactions with people, he's listening to what the heart of the father is in this situation. And he's exemplifying that to us. That's why we tell people when they get confused about the Bible. And and, and here's how you get confused. When you try to mix old covenant with new. Um, If you just stay to the old by itself and don't bring in the new, then then you got you a law that you can live by there. That's pretty straightforward. Uh, if you stay with the new covenant and you see the, you see the, uh, the remission of, 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 of sins and the giving of all things through, through Christ, um, that can be pretty straightforward. But when you start mixing the covenants, it brings confusion. And I tell people if they're confused, if you're ever confused because of things that you read in the old Testament or whatever about God, then, um, if there's confusion, one thing you can do is look at Jesus. Right. And if there seems to be a contradiction, look at Jesus. Because, mm-hmm. because the old, according to Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, the old was merely a shadow, but was not the very image of that which was to be revealed. Jesus being the very, the very exact image of that. So if you want to see the exact image of God, the pure image of God, look at Jesus and you'll see the goodness of God in that. And you won't be confused mm-hmm. um, in, 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 the, in those areas. So that was another reason that the angels were declaring that now goodwill toward men, because Jesus would come, things were about to change because people are going to see God completely different. And because they see him different, they're going to be able to enter into a, a closeness where they can enjoy the mm-hmm. father. Yeah, it's hard to be close with someone that you don't quite trust likes you oh, yeah. or is for you. you so can't. so you don't really have a sense of um, intimacy because you don't know if they're going to hurt you or be nice to you or, or what they're going to do. You'll never have it. Yeah, there won't you'll, be any. You'll never have it. No matter how much hurt. you want to, no matter, no matter how much you cry out for it and all that, you can't have it until your mind changes and you start to see how good he is. Now, God will help that to happen, um, especially if you let him. That's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit reminds you of the of the truth about God. And yeah. so when you have the Holy Spirit, that's his job is yeah. to remind you of the truth. And I believe he's always speaking that to yeah. us. Sometimes we have our own barriers in our mind that keep us from receiving it. We have our confusion because we don't we don't know how to rightly divide the word of truth, as the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we embrace that, the Bible becomes much more clearly and uh, and God becomes someone that we actually know as a person. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get the intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's goodwill. That's that's where peace happens. That's where peace really happens in our heart is when we know God is good. We are drawn near to him um, in a re- real relationship as a person, as awesome and as powerful as the creator our father is. He's still a person. He still is ha- has a heart that loves and uh, he's someone that we we know, 
And so that's what, where the intimacy comes. You have to find out that he's absolutely good, altogether lovely, eternally gracious. Mm-hmm. And as you know those things or believe those things about him, you're really coming to know the true, mm-hmm. true God. Before you know that, you're, you're worshiping an image of God mm-hmm. that's not even him. Yeah. But when you know that, and so there again, you can see hear the joy in the angels' voices when they declare, now, <laughs> now it's all going to change. Peace mm. is going to happen on the earth. So let's talk about peace. Because I think uh, for me earlier on, it was confusing peace on earth. It's sure when you look around this earth, especially nowadays with such divisiveness happening, it's hard to really envision peace on earth like did it come did i know jesus is the prince of peace but like when i look at the Mm -hmm. things around me i'm not seeing peace on earth Mm -hmm. i mean we have a a war between uh russia and ukraine right now so and that's so far from peace so uh how do we reframe this and look at this in the in the correct way or in the in the light that's that's such 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 a good um Good question, uh, because as you said, if you when you look around, it looks like everything but peace is happening. Not only are there wars going on uh, all over the world, really, um, but even where there's not war, there's still hatred and anger mm-hmm. and division. Our own country is embroiled in a uh, a very ugly hatred and division mm-hmm. uh, with anger, much anger right now. In fact. You know, the holidays are a hard time for a lot of people because there's so much anger, division, and hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even on a, on a personal level, I would say we even have several different friends who won't talk to other friends mm-hmm. right now in their lives just because they've hit a wall mm-hmm. with trying to understand each other and they're just like, we yeah. don't want anything to do with the other. And, and that's heartbreaking. I mean, it seems the opposite of peace. So, where is the peace? It's here. It is in the earth. It was planted in the earth by the prince of peace who said, my peace I leave with you. So he gave his peace. And that peace did come into the hearts of people when their hearts received the Holy Spirit that was given. Because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Spirit of God or the Holy Spirit. So where is peace? It's in our hearts. It's there. Uh, It might not be in our minds. Our minds might be the total opposite of that. But there is a peace that's in our hearts. I have found that peace. I always say the greatest treasure I've ever found, I believe, was was peace in my heart, to have a soul that's at rest, because I didn't have it for a long time. I didn't have it for the first 20 something years of my life because I didn't know anything about Jesus. I didn't know him at all and wasn't interested. Um, After I turned my heart to the Lord for about the first 20 years, I, um, things were better, but I was never satisfied. I was still looking for that peace in my soul, still doing things to try to get that peace. But there again, when I found out that he was good and he loved me, I, I met the graciousness of God. That's when I met him for real. I mean, really not, not, it was when I really found out who he was. 
Mm. And, and that put peace into my heart because I didn't have to do anything to please God. He loved me just the way I was. And I had peace. And, and if he loved me the way I was, then he must love everybody else the way they are. Mm -hmm. So I quit judging myself the way I had been. And I was judging myself harshly. And that's why I didn't have peace because I kept trying to make me better and I never could get good enough. Mm -hmm. Not for God, not for you, not for other people, not for me. And just never, I was always needing more. So I wasn't at peace with me. I kept judging myself as insufficient. Well, I certainly, if I'm going to do that, then I'm certainly judging everybody else as insufficient too. So I don't, I don't have peace with them. I'm finding fault. I'm getting angry. I'm preaching from the pulpit against certain people and certain things that they're, that they're doing because I'm judging. I don't have peace with them. You're frustrated or irritated or mm -hmm. those sort of emotions are, are, yeah. Are, are making your your view darker. Yeah. So I wasn't ministering from the Prince of Peace until I got peace in my own heart. And that peace came in my own heart uh, when I realized God loved me the way I was. Even if I was never going to change or get better, he would still love me. And he wasn't condemning me or holding me guilty uh, of, of, of anything. He was loving me and just wanted to be with me. Now that would have an effect on my life. It, it does, but that's secondary. Yeah. The main thing was that he loved me the way I was. I, I was going to say, I know you've grown since then, but probably you, if you were in your old way of looking at things, you would be judging yourself even today. Like you would be oh, yeah. judging things that you saw flawed in yourself. Yeah, because I if still that, have them. I still yeah, have so many. <laughs> if the peace uh, was taken away. Yeah. But instead, the peace that you have uh, allowed, you've, you've received and you've owned, that has taken away the need to categorize or judge or mm -hmm. or or be dissatisfied or frustrated it's taken that need away and it's allowed you to be at rest it's t yes it's taken away the knowledge of good and evil so i'm not judging myself as good or bad and i'm not doing that with other people at the same time though because you're not doing those things it's a much better environment to grow in and and for things to heal and to improve it's so, an environment of peace yeah it, and that that's a, a a very healthy growing environment it's heaven yeah it's on earth as it is in heaven that's why the prince of peace says i'm leaving you my peace i'm giving you my peace not like the world does mm -hmm. and what does he mean it's like you say, you know, you look at you look around and it says, well, where's the peace? I don't see it. Well, looking outwardly, you won't. But in the kingdom is within us. That's where the peace is. And we must first find peace, uh, peace with us. And then what it does, it delivers us from that, uh, the, the knowledge of good and evil. And we start to see things much more differently. We, we, it, it just does. The Holy Spirit starts to flood our, our, our whole being and we start having the spirit of understanding. We, we have gentleness. We have goodness. We're, 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 it takes a lot of the legalism out of our lives. And if, if it takes, when it takes away the legalism, we find out that a lot of the moralizing that, that, um, that we had done before really doesn't mean that much to God. Because what means a lot to him 
is the people. So we see things differently. Yeah, it's Not like the, that we like everything that's going on. Uh-huh. There's a lot that we don't like, right? Yeah. It's like the heart of of seeing people and understanding people. That is more important than you must do this or you must do that. Right. What it does is it makes us not afraid of, of, of other people. It, it, and that's called faith. And faith works by love, which casts out all fear. We're not afraid of people. Therefore, since we're not afraid, we're not, we're not um, angry with them. And since we're not angry, we don't hate anybody. That's called peace on earth. That's called peace in our hearts. This is where it's at. Mm. This is how it manifests. And this is how we tap into it. This is how we draw into it. And I hope somebody listening can, can, will, will, will hear this and, and, and realize that, that what you're looking for, if you're looking for peace uh, uh, in your, if you're looking for peace on the earth and if you're just agitated because of all the agitation that's going on, well, what you really look, are looking for is peace in your heart mm-hmm. because this world is, is frustrating you and it's frightening you and it's, it's angering you probably. And so I, I want you to know that there is, a, there is him who is peace with inside of you. And, and we want you to look there, not look out there to try to find peace. And he says, that's how the world gives it. I, I think that's part of the key of this whole podcast being the third option is we're seeing a lot of people getting so distracted by what's out there that they're forgetting what's in here. Yeah. And so what we want to do is focus on what we have in here and that will eventually impact yeah. what's out there. Well, of course it does. Because we start ministering out of out of peace and love and joy and what we bring out of our treasure, out of our heart is what is what is what we're going to give and bestow upon other people and people will receive that from if all we've got's a bunch of finger pointing if all we got's a bunch of anger and frustration and fear uh, for things then that's what they're receiving from us that's what they're hearing from us and that's what's being ministered to them and they're like um, it's just it's it, it doesn't it, it it's not the kingdom of heaven it's not what what we're celebrating in this christmas season and uh, so uh, that's where it's all at. That third option is, 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 is bringing forth the good things from our treasure and not getting entangled. I, I call it being hijacked when you talk about getting distracted by these, these things in this world is where our, our minds get hijacked by the current events of the day rather than being in the eternal goodness mm-hmm of our father. And that's where we want to minister from. And we do that. See, this is why creation is longing, is waiting for the the unveiling of the children of God, because this is what we have. We have this gift in the earthen vessels. We have this peace that we're talking about. And we're acting out of, of who we really are when we're in, when we're connected with, uh, what's inside of us, that kingdom of God. And I love that you use that wording because at Christmas, you know, when we're thinking about these angels pronouncing this um, celebratory announcement, you know, peace on earth, goodwill to men, the kingdom of God was entering into this physical realm. The kingdom of God, this this gift of love was was shattering the, the universe, was coming into yeah. our world. Yeah. And it was like, 
entering in like a like a meteor almost. Yeah, made the eternal and invisible visible right there yeah. for us. And you know, John. Yeah. The, the Apostle John said, our hands have handled him, the word of life. So he, he came in flesh. Can you believe that? Yeah, what a miracle, like yeah. miracle of miracles. And what he did, see, he came and he, and, and, and he died, the death that he died, and he called that being a seed. He said, I'm, I'm a seed going into the ground, and if I'll, if I'll die, I'll bring forth much fruit. And he planted, he planted that peace that we're talking about, among other things, but he planted that peace in the earth. And he said, the kingdom, it's like a seed, like a little mustard seed, but it grows and it spreads. And what's he say? Hey, what did he say? And then all the fowl, the birds of the earth, of, 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 the, of the world, they find rest. They find rest in the branches of this seed that he's planted. Where is that seed? It's in you and me. Mm. And it starts, it first manifests with peace with yourself. You have received God's grace. Your striving uh, about yourself has ended. You are loved. Mm. You are loved. And you trust God because faith works by that love, his love for you. And so it gives you a peace with self and then again, also a peace with God. Mm -hmm. And when a person is at peace with himself and truly at peace with God, it starts to diminish the divisive anger and fear and hatred of, of, uh, of those who are thinking things that are completely the opposite that you are. It doesn't affect the way that you treat them, the way you feel about them, and the way you speak about them because it's time for heaven to speak out of our mouths because heaven has been in our hearts wanting to speak. And what's been spoken so much from Christianity has not been heaven. It's been, it's been our flesh that's, that's angry about things, that's, that's frustrated about things, that's, that's, that's afraid of certain things that are going on in the world. And it's time for, for heaven to speak, the Prince of Peace to speak from our mouths and declare, uh, as the Bible says, declare, behold your God. And the treasure is here. This is what we need to know. The peace has come and we're carrying it. We don't have to pray, you know, God, we pray that peace on this earth would happen. Well, it's here. It's in us. It's in us. And so what are we doing? We're bringing it out and we're giving it and we're ministering and speaking from it. And that's part of our calling as a Christian mm -hmm. is to take the treasure that's inside of us. Yeah. And you have to first receive it and know it that yeah. it's there. But our, our, our calling really is to administer it yeah. wherever we go mm -hmm. to whatever group of people we're, we're with or around. We're ministering this life, yeah. this peace to And as to we others. partake of it ourselves, we find that that becomes almost, it becomes pretty automatic. It's because yes. that's where we're living. So it's going to come out of us. It's going to yeah. come out of our mouths. It's like you talked about in your book, Fresh Fruit of the Spirit. I love that you point out that these are not things that we try to get or try to develop. These are things that are in us now. And so we uh, tap into them or we receive from those mm -hmm. things. We operate from that place. There is a place in you. There's a place inside of us that is God living in us. And that's where we can always operate from, speak from, and give love from. I mean, it is the vine. It is the vine and we're the branches. And, and you know, when a 
when a seed you know grows into a tree you know and the the branches produce that fruit it starts out like a little piece of sap and then it grows into like a little tiny fruit and then it develops into more of a full-blown uh fruit and then that fruit feeds other people but like the tree isn't taking oranges and throwing them at people (laughs) you know what i mean there's sort of a a a thing that it just automatically comes out of you and it feeds the people around you yeah there's 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 an an idea uh there's a uh I'm trying to think of a better word than religious because people misunderstand it. But anyway, there's an idea um, in the name of religion, I guess, um, that we're to, that we should be going to war with with the people of the world that that are thinking maybe even the opposite of what some of us would think. But I like what you just mentioned that Revelation chapter 22, the very last chapter of the book, it just shows the most beautiful picture of how this whole thing really looks in the end is that we are these trees and we're drinking from him, the river of life. And it says, um, our fruit is for food. Like you said, they're not weapons. Mm-hmm. They're not weapons to destroy them. And if we can destroy all the people doing evil, then then things will be okay. No, that's the idea of how the world would gain peace. Mm-hmm. He says, that's not that's how it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's never gonna happen that, that way. way. That's why sometimes people are praying. They're praying that God would somehow come down and just kind of wipe out all the evil that people are doing. It's not going to happen that way. Mm. What will happen is that the kingdom will increase. Mm-hmm. Isaiah chapter 9. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. The seed is growing. Mm-hmm. It increases from our heart to other hearts. You you mentioned that the the picture in Revelation that the fruit is for food, but also the leaves are oh. for the healing of the nations. For the healing of the nations. That's what we want. For um, the healing. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say that the kingdom of God and that peace is what allows us to let go of the knowledge of good and evil, Absolutely. the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Because I feel like we're in a time where it's easy to be tempted to do good or evil like to see them in that black and white and what grace does is opens up this whole in between Mm -hmm. place where there's graciousness there's understanding there's there's room for growth there's there's this place and i think you know naturally in human nature it's it almost seems easier to either go good evil black white red Black, blue, you know, or, mm-hmm. or it's, it's easy to do these extreme teams, but the the more um, rewarding or gracious place is that in between of nuance yeah. and understanding, and I feel like that's where grace has yeah. brought me in a lot of areas of my life where I've I've gone to one extreme or the other. Right. I'm just in this sort of like oh. I can grow here. I can see where I still have room to grow, but I'm also not um, getting being hard on myself because mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I'm just sort of in this like it's okay to grow and mm-hmm. to have peace with who I am, even though this isn't where yeah. I ultimately want to end up. Yeah, when you, when you say an in between place, it makes us it it makes us more objective of things, but. Okay. <coughs> it, um, and that's what you're you're saying, but also even more than that, the grace of God 
knowing God this way, it's it's an all over encompassing place. So it's not just the middle of the road. Oh, between right yeah, and left. I see right. what you're it's saying. It's bigger no, than no, all of that. It it's it's it, in it fact, as you move into that, you rise up out of that good and evil thing. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because, and that's so, you know, when we don't know that, then our minds operate just like you said, just good and evil, where it's like, and, and guess what's going to happen? We're always going to be good and whoever's the opposite of us is going to be evil. <laughs> and who on those on the other side, are, that's why all these wars are being fought. Yeah. Nobody's fighting a war saying we're the bad guys trying to, trying to beat the good guys. Everybody thinks they're the good guys. Right. And, um, and so, and that will always go on as long as we operate in the, in, in the knowledge of good and evil. And Christians need to not be there. We need to not be there. We're not at war with anybody. Now on earth, peace. We're declaring peace. We're not declaring war. We're mm -hmm. declaring peace. Mm -hmm. We're not wanting to defeat anybody. We're wanting to heal everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's a big difference. That is a big difference. That's a big, that's a big difference. And and so, isn't it wonderful? What what power mm -hmm. this peace on earth, which abides in our hearts, um, what power it has? And it's so funny. We this is something we talk about easily at Christmas time, but it's really something for all year round yes. that. There is peace on earth. It's within me. It's within you. It's within our listeners. And it's it's wanting to go out into the world and, and bring peace. But but it's an inner thing. It's uh, The kingdom of God doesn't come the way the world expects it. Yeah. It's, it comes from the inside. It's within you. Jesus said that very, very <clears throat> thing. And so we're carrying this treasure in earthen vessels and we want to bring the peace and the love that heals. And if we if we if we operate from any other thing, <coughs> then we're robbing the world of what's really going to make it better. And I think we all want the world to be better. We've just I think until we know the third option, mm -hmm. we're deceived mm. as to what's going to make it better because there's a way that looks right. Mm -hmm. But the end of it is death, death and destruction. Yeah. Okay, guys, I hope you're enjoying the talk, us talking about the third option. And, and we're talking peace about peace today. Yes. And we hope that you will feel that peace in your heart, receive that peace in your heart. And hope there's a, even just listening to this, I mean, it puts a smile on my face because it's beautiful. And if you, if you, you know, if you look, you see that. It's the answer for everything, and it'll make everything seem very hopeful, even in the face of all that we see going on in the world today. So have a merry, merry Christmas. And to you and your family, I speak peace and goodwill toward you all. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.